1: In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
3: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Waxquizical. This is the podcast that has all of the questions, but history has proven, unfortunately, very few of the answers, but we'll see if we can change that today with our contested comedian Luca Muller. Hello, how's it going? Welcome. I'm good, Luca. Welcome back. Oh, it's good to be back. What a thrill. What a treat. Last time, Luca, you were on, you scored three out of ten.
2: Yeah, I wasn't too happy with that performance, but I'm here to take revenge. <laughs> maybe not revenge is the word, but...
3: <laughs> Perform- maybe just think of it as performance art, you know, it was yeah. three out of ten. It wasn't, you know, you weren't going for a score. It was about yeah. the journey. You've know? you got
2: to show people it's okay to fail.
3: Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. That's the name of your show at the uh, 2022 Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Oh, it sure uh, is. The Melbourne International Adelaide Fringe Festival. <laughs> and the Melbourne International Two Days in Tassie, I hear.
2: Yeah, two days in Tassie. I've never been down before. I'm excited. Any tips? Really? Everyone keeps saying Mo- Mona. Yeah, I've never been. The only state I've never been to.
3: Um, Tips. Uh, Tassie tips. Um, Well, I've never been, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure that i have <laughs> I'm sure that the locals will be able to help you when you get there. You know? oh, yeah, that's probably probably Don't a better way me. to find out. <laughs> ask the people when you're up. All right. Um, you are. So you know what we do. We do a quiz. I'm in a weird mood, Luca. Get used to it. Um, <laughs> we, um, we, <laughs> we, we do a quiz each week uh, with the assistance of a Brains Trust. Oh, I can't wait to meet them. Well, the good news is it's about to happen. First of all, I spotted her actually... Last night, I was watching the awards ceremony for the Australian who won in the snowboarding and she was actually presenting the award. Or not presenting the... When I say award, I mean gold medal. Um, (laughs) The award. (laughs) The Australian won gold in the moguls. Very few Australians win gold at the Winter Olympic Games. And then walking out to the medals ceremony, there she was, like, guiding everyone out, which is so exciting for her to be able to get some work in the off-season. (laughs) Um, It's a big hello to Mrs. Jessica Claus.
4: Hello, Kyron. It's so nice for you to be having me here again today. Thank you. Thank you for
3: being here. And yeah, so how did you get hooked up as being like the sort of stage manager at the Winter Olympic Games Awards medal ceremony? Because you're there in like full, I saw you, you're in full red. You had you had like a red hat on with the pom-pom. I mean, I swear, it was you, right?
4: A lot of people don't know this, but uh, Christmas Incorporated actually always produces the Winter Olympics. We have done for a long time. So, Do you? Yeah, so it's very exciting for us to be producing another successful successful. successful winter olympics and you know it's a good chance for us to travel meet international delegates you know make some naughty or nice decisions up close yeah yeah it's a real fact finding mission
2: well uh luca mrs claus is here i'm filled with trust and hope i think you've got a deep knowledge of many
3: things (laughs) but the brains trust does not stop there it is also a big hello to the super bowl
0: what's up dude
3: (laughs) welcome thank you so much for being here no
0: no 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 thank you it's crazy
3: that we've got the organizer of the winter olympics but also the super bowl itself
0: yeah i'm here it's fantastic
3: have you been watching the olympic super bowl
0: Fuck no no i haven't been watching that i know because i'm sort of catching up at the moment on a couple of television programs so no i haven't been haven't been watching that but i am sure it is really good M- mrs uh jessica i'm sure i really respect what you're doing as a woman out there i think that's really awesome i assume it's sort of like uh some sort of like a bachelor uh winter bachelorette i i don't know but i'm, I'm really proud of you and I-, I-, I respect you and i i do have to say that
4: well thank you so much super bowl you know i've seen many bowls in my lifetime but may i say super is an <laughs> adequate name for you it's stunning honestly 10 out of 10 mm yeah thank you i appreciate
0: that i mean a lot of people think like they've seen a big bowl uh but then we meet and they're like you could put so much salad in that and i appreciate that you are truly cavernous yes thank you thank you
3: and yet you swerve the salad for um men running at each other
0: (laughs) well you know i try to uh keep as much protein as i can in my diet so yeah i got a lot of men in me
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but not just men, it, it should be said, you know, um, you've also had inside you in the past Janet Jackson, Lady Gaga, Beyonce Knowles.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's uh, it's been an incredible life. How do
3: you feel? Is that a distraction from the protein or do you like that little um, fizz, you know, in the That's middle the of, a, of an important show?
0: No, I love, I love that fizz. I love that. Have you ever had a pimento? Yes. It's like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. So I love that. <laughs>
3: Great. Well, Luca, the Super Bowl is here to help you as well. Two pretty,
2: you know, time-specific guests here, but I'm excited to see how they operate outside of their sort of designated time. When
3: is the Super Bowl?
0: All the the time. It's all the time. All the time. All the time, Kyra, and a lot of people don't realise that, but I'm always here.
3: I thought, yeah, I thought you'd know. Question one. Right on. Ladakh. L A D A K H. Would never get that in wordle. Yeah. Ladakh is a region administered by which nation? L A D A K H. It's a region administered. By- now, good news for you, Luca. Mm-hmm. One of our brains trust members is intricately involved in travelling the globe once a year. Oh yes, that is true. Mrs. Claus, do you spend much time in Ladakh?
4: Oh yeah. You know, we are taking presents all over the place, all over the time. So for us, it sometimes is a case of I don't know if you feel like this in comedy, but you know, maybe you're looking at an audience and you're just thinking, who are you? Uh, I would have to say that something with a KH on the end to me is feeling very Middle Eastern, you know? So I'm thinking, who would be in charge? Who is the girl boss of the Middle Eastern nations, you know? And I suppose I'm thinking, Saudi Arabia. Or maybe I'm thinking, you know, Turkmenistan. Mm. That's sort of what my brain goes to, you know? So you
3: thought, who's the girl boss? And you thought Saudi Arabia would be a natural fit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we don't do a lot of Christmas presents in Saudi Arabia. So I just like the way it sounds. <laughs> it's got a beautiful mouthfeel. And, you know, sometimes you just go for instinct. And that's what I'm doing here. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Super Bowl, people would watch you all over the world, wouldn't they? Yeah. You know, you, your viewership must be astronomical. Yeah,
4: yeah, absolutely. It, it is.
3: Are you proud of that? Is that something that like every day you wake up and you think i am the most watched sporting event in the world
0: oh yeah man i i you know i get up in the morning i say it i say it in the mirror i look at myself and i say i am the most watched sporting event i am full of protein i am full of men (laughs) i say that Mm. and then i go outside and it feels fantastic and i say i i order my my latte at the coffee shop
4: (laughs) yes and i say it to
0: the to, to the coffee shop, man, yeah. I say, I am the most watched sports event in the world. And he's like, can he, like, he will try to like shorten that at the Starbucks or whatever because it's hard to ride on the cup. But I'm like, I need a big cup anyway. So, you know, it's something I go through. Anyway, I think Ladakh sounds like really exotic and like it's somewhere <laughs> far away, like Canada or Newfoundland or something. Yeah, okay,
3: so the two options available to you so far, Luca, are Saudi Arabia. Or, or it could be down
0: under in England. Or
3: something as exotic as down under in England, or indeed Canada, or you could go your own way. <laughs> what do you reckon, Luca?
2: I really have never heard of it, and uh, I, maybe it needs some better PR, needs some advertising.
3: Ladakh, where the bloody hell are you? I don't, I've never heard of Ladakh either, you're not alone there. The K H. Um, it, it seems to me that neither have Mrs. Claus or the Super Bowl. So.
4: <laughs> Actually, I'm doing a little bit thinking here, you know, because Mrs. Claus, even though for Christmas we get a lot of new things, we also like to do a lot of recycling times, you know, and I do a lot hmm. of shopping on Depop. I've got to be honest with you. That's where I get a lot of my red and whites. And there is a clothing label called Ladek that I've remembered that is making me think perhaps we it might be India.
3: Oh Ooh. Ooh. A last bit of evidence there for you, Luca. (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to what's come before.
4: To to be honest, I just felt bad about Saudi Arabia being my answer and I'd like to change that, please and thank you.
3: (laughs) Okay. India or down under in England, uh, what would you like to go with, Luca? I like that last little add-in. I
2: think that's good. I'm going to say India. Lock it in.
3: Question number two. A number that uniquely identifies each computer on the internet is called its what address? Uh, Mrs. Claus, your Rolodex to find all the addresses of people around the world must be monumental. Like, you know, you've got the yellow pages.
4: That's right. You know, for us, we started with yellow pages and then we had to branch out into colors you can only dream of imagining, Karen. (laughs) You know, you go yellow, then you get lemon, saffron, and then suddenly you're in shades of yellow that you can only taste. That's how... Wow. Large, you know, the directory is. Yeah. And for me, I would, I would have to say that the only address I know is your home address. So that's probably what I would say: home address. Home address.
3: Know? Home address. Okay, so. Mhm. Uh, what's the home address of the Super Bowl? Super Bowl? Are you located <laughs> in one location?
4: Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure I am, but you know, I don't know. I don't. I can't feel if I'm in motion because uh, I'm really focused on the game, mm. which is. You know, the most important. So, but I know that a lot of people, uh, like will illegally download stuff that goes on inside of me, mm-hmm. uh, like ads and the like, and like trailers. Uh, so I'm pretty sure actually this is called something, uh, Luca, do you know what it is? Cause I know what it is.
2: I think I'm leaning. I want to say IP, IP just jumped into my brain. I was
0: IP. Yeah. Look no, it's IP. IP. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Look it's IP. We all pee. That's what connects us as
2: humans. It's okay. Chill.
0: No, I'm an event (laughs) and a really big bowl.
2: (laughs) IP? You want to lock in IP? I'm locking in IP.
3: Question number three. Who had a 1978 hit album titled Blondes Have More Fun? There's multiple choice. Did Blondie have a hit album Blondes Have More Fun?
2: That's where your brain goes to, first of all, but it seems too obvious.
3: Dolly Parton, perhaps, who had the hit album Blondes Have More Fun. Did Rod Stewart quite creepily write Blondes Have More Fun? Or did David Bowie uh, later regret writing Blondes Have More Fun? Who had a 1978 hit album titled Blondes Have More Fun? What's on the stereo, Mrs Claus, as you're flying around the world every Christmas? Do you have a smooth? Do you listen to Joe Rogan?
4: You know, it depends who's in charge of the dial. But, you know, uh, for me, I like to listen to a lot of murder podcasts, um, people being murdered, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, because you really need to balance the joy of Christmas out because it can get, you know, quite dizzy. Mm. So,
3: Good way of sorting out who's naughty and nice as well. The jinx,
2: naughty.
4: Exactly right. So... For me, it's just murder podcasts.
3: But the trouble is you may not find out who's naughty or nice until the end of the show. And you're you're delivering (laughs) presents as you go. And you might accidentally deliver someone because you don't think it's them. But then by episode seven, you know, the twist comes. You're like, fuck, I gave them a toy car. Yeah.
4: That's right. You know, for me, I thought Dirty John was just an unclean man. I gave him a really nice (laughs) Apple Watch. So difficult, problematic. But... Mm. But that's sort of my preference. But, you know, Santa listens to a number of different things. And a lot of people actually don't. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret, okay? Because obviously I'm internal. I've been around for a long time. But sometimes we... um we like to cast an understudy Santa, you know, for maybe like for a little shopping center gig mm. or do little carols by candlelight because you know the job is is demanding. And I didn't actually, know that. Rod Stewart auditioned. Yeah, Rod Stewart auditioned to be understudy Santa uh, several times mm. and was very convincing and also deeply sensual, I must say. So is
3: that part of the audition process? A bit of casting couch work.
4: How dare you? It's a casting sleigh to start with. So is
3: it a casting sleigh or is it like a casting sleigh?
4: (laughs) It depends entirely who's on it, if Mm -hmm. I'm being honest. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Um, I just have to say that I wouldn't put it past Rod to make a creepy album called Blondes Have More Fun, mm-hmm. you know, because I think that's his primary focus in life, and I respect that.
3: Okay, Rod Stewart, um, available too. Has Rod Stewart ever performed at the Super Bowl? Super Bowl?
4: Every every damn year,
0: man. He come. Like, every- oh my God, every year. Yeah, and he's not always on the bill, man. Like he's not always listed, but he will just come and in the bathroom he will sing a song. Or, you know, he'll do a little dance kind of like, uh, I don't know if you've seen 10 Things I Hate About You, mm-hmm. uh, but he does like a little dance like that and he brings trombonists, which makes a lot of fuss and he get, he has to leave. Uh, but he is having a lot of fun, which <laughs> leads me to believe. that's like
3: a nightmare.
0: Yeah, I, every day is a nightmare. I am on a lot of uh, antidepressants because of Rod Stewart. <laughs> Rod Stewart put me on antidepressants.
3: Wow. Um, okay.
0: But we were coping. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think maybe it was Rod Stewart. I feel like Blondie 1978. I feel like she was in the 80s, but I don't know that. Uh, Yeah, that's going back to my sorority days, man. I I don't remember much.
3: (laughs) I think we'll get into that in a moment. But um, Rod Stewart (laughs) appears to be uh, doubly confirmed there for you, Luca, unless you want to go your own way, of course.
2: No, I like it. It adds up. He is the exact sort of vibe of person who would do it in a way to try to be playful and fun, but it comes across pretty crook and does not age well.
3: Mm. What's that that creepy song? Have you seen the film clip where he's in front of the fireplace? I'm going to look it up. Uh, It's one of his massive hits. When you listen to the lyrics, it's um, super creepy.
0: Is it tonight's going to be the night?
3: Tonight's the night. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, you know, Tonight, tonight's going to be... But then when you listen to the lyrics too closely um, or at all, you realise <laughs> that it's uh, super, super creepy <laughs> about someone who's maybe a bit young.
2: He's one of these, like, hunks oh. who has not transcended generationally. Some people, you know, mm. some people who our mums wanted to fuck, I also want to fuck. Rod Stewart. Absolutely
3: not. Which for someone who identifies as asexual is like you really want to fuck them <laughs> <laughs> Yeah That's gotta be like yeah, a real pull
2: <laughs> My mum has good taste <laughs> <laughs>
3: Shall I put Rod Stewart?
0: Do you want to hear some of the lyrics?
3: Actually, yeah, Super Bowl. Could you could you perhaps give us a like your impression perhaps of the, one of the many, many times that Rod Stewart has performed In you.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one time he was there and he was like in the bathroom and he started, he started a fire because he was trying to recreate this video, which is why I had to look it up. And he was like, oh, young girl, you're so young and you have the baby. You're a baby. And I love you, my baby. I'm 46 though that's what he was singing and it was gorgeous but beautiful i didn't fall for it i didn't he was singing it to me and i didn't i didn't i did not unequivocally i did not fuck him that night i didn't do it
3: i i believe you and good on you as well for (laughs) for for avoiding that
0: thank you thank you
3: i'll put rod stewart question number, (laughs) number yes yes I will. Unless another character turns into someone who just fucks everyone.
0: Oh yeah, do you want to see my, my friend Salvatore, the seal? No, no, he, I don't. No, that guy no, fucks, I, I I can get that guy in here.
3: Yeah, well, I don't doubt actually you that Salvatore's that fucked in... the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't doubt that for a second. But I think we should move on. Question four: The 2022 Lunar New Year okay. began the yep. year of the what? The 2022 Lunar New Year Ooh. began the year of the what? What year were you born in, Luca? I'm pretty sure I'm the year of the rabbit. I believe. Do you know
2: what that means for you? Mm, No, no, I don't. No guesses.
3: You like bunnies? Yeah. You like fucking?
2: (laughs) Well, that's not it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mrs. Claus, you're you're eternal. You were there before the lunar calendar even existed. What's it all about?
4: Are you eternal? Yeah. Yeah, I'm eternal, Karen. Christmas has been forever, don't oh, you know? Yeah. It's always happening, and it's always coming. I
3: thought it was like just over two thousand years old.
4: No, we <laughs> were doing it by ourselves. It's just like then everybody got on the bandwagon, and we were like the change. <laughs> so Jesus got work, on the bandwagon
3: know? of Christmas.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Big time. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. We used to call it something else before him, and then he was so uh, you know he had a really good agent at the time, <laughs> and we really pushed for Christmas <laughs> for top billing, and so. <laughs> We were like, okay, fine, and we you know, let him have that. So yeah. um but you know, for me, in the time that I was born, I was actually born in the year of the reindeer, you know, because <laughs> that's when we used to have over seven hundred different animal years, you know. And it would take a long time to come back around. It's very rare to meet anyone in your lifetime that was the same animal as you, mm-hmm. and that led to a lot of division, and it's also why we had the crusades. But <laughs> um, <laughs> because you know all the different animals could not get along no one could where see you, eye where
2: to eye. did you and mr claws fit into the crusades what was your role <laughs> were you guys dropping off gifts scimitars and yeah, the like? we
4: were giving <laughs> yeah we were giving people little, yeah. little swords, uh-huh. and also we did a little bit of the costume design you know like the cross is like such a good shape and yeah. And it's just nice to have a revival for that. So, yeah, we did a lot that.
3: Yeah. And have you done lots of wars? Like, was the soccer match you as well during the world war
4: oh yeah 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 of course yeah between the trenches you know yeah. we were looking down we were saying i don't want to be controversial about this but this world war it's kind of a real downer <laughs> you know what can we do mm. and we we're like i know let's do christmas everyone loves christmas it's a classic set. So, yeah. <laughs> you know we got those boys up out of the trenches we got them playing a little soccer together and then suddenly they're talking and they're saying to each other hey what what year are you <laughs> of the chinese lunar calendar mm, were they Except, you know, there are British and Germans, so or they're saying, oi, Galf, what's your, what's your animal like, it?" And, um, you know, the Germans are saying, oh, I think I was born in the year of the dragon. And then suddenly, you know, people are finding common ground, which is not what was happening during the Crusades. People are saying, I'm born in the year of the baskin shark, and someone's saying, I've never heard of that, you know?
2: So, yeah.
4: So finding common ground, I think. And what I would say is that, you know, if you are born this year uh, and maybe you happen to be in a war with someone in the future and they are a tiger and you are a tiger, perhaps you put your little claws down, play a little Christmas soccer, have a very nice time
1: in the mm.
3: war.
0: And the, Chris, the Christmas soccer, that was the, their very first Super Bowl.
3: <laughs> was it? Wow. Was that when you were yeah. born?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's when I was born, which was the year of the Super Bowl.
3: <laughs> the year of the Super Bowl. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so the year of the Tiger or the year of the Super Bowl are options open to you, Luca?
2: Well, I think Super Bowl, I believe that is the year of the Tiger this year. And this year, Super Bowl, one of the teams playing in you this coming weekend is mascotted by the Tiger themselves. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, who are they?
2: Well, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. So it's not specifically Tiger, but they've gone for the fancy, fancy now.
3: Why is Cincinnati called the Bengals? No idea. Absolutely no idea. Oh, okay. Well, you must know Super Bowl because uh, you follow the football pretty closely, don't you?
0: Well, it follows me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> I'll put Tiger. Question number five. Which two Australians have starring roles in Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley?
2: Who's that spooky redheaded lady who's in a couple of other horror movies? Nicole
0: Kidman. Yeah,
2: I think maybe it's her.
0: Yeah, I think it's her and then a kid.
3: Or like Cody Smith-McPhee. Oh, he is a spooky Australian kid. He's pretty spooky.
4: You know all the kids, Jessica? I do know every single child I know. There must be exhausting. uh, That there is. (laughs) I mean, I don't have to spend time with them personally, which is great, because, you know, I don't really care for children. (laughs) So um, (laughs) What an
3: industry to be I mean, I
4: know, but, you know, it's a work thing. You know, when I look at children, I think colleagues, co-workers. I don't think (laughs) friends, you know. Did you
3: end up having any children of your own across, you know, eternity?
4: Oh, no, we are, there's honestly no time for us to, you know, even be intimate with each other, so. Wait, you're not fucking? Oh, no, no, not with Santa. You know, I have, you know, several other lovers, obviously, of my own, but, you know, we're always working, and, you know, we actually went to see Esther Perel about it, and (laughs) I think it actually, (laughs) it's an ideal arrangement for us, you know. We have a respectful um, relationship intimacy, but, you know, I guess I would say, like, You can't expect one person to be your everything. And in this case, you know, Santa and I, we don't. But so no children, but Mm. I do know all the children. I suppose what's difficult for me is when I think Australia and I think Nightmare, it is so hard to shake the image of Peter Dutton (laughs) from my head, Mm. you know?
3: So do you think Peter Dutton starred in Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley?
4: I just can't rule it out. That's (laughs) all I'm saying, you know, if I was casting... That would be one of the first names (laughs) on my list of Mm -hmm. who I would call for such a role.
3: I'm happy with that.
2: How can you not trust the opinion of an Eternal? I'll say Nicole Kidman, starring alongside Peter Dutton in Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley. Stream it now on Stan. I'll lock it in.
3: (laughs) Question number six. Which country has hosted the Winter Olympic Games the most number of times? Well, this is lucky because we have the organiser of the Winter Olympic Games here with us, Mrs. Claus. He's lucky. That's lucky, isn't it? It is not it And so I guess we have a natural person to ask here. So, Mrs. Claus, which country has hosted the Winter Olympic Games the most number of times?
4: You know, I don't want to hog all the answers so much.
3: Very generous of you.
4: Um, Classic Mrs. Claus showing generosity. It's so hard not to immediately think of cold countries, you know, because that's primarily where we have the Winter Olympics. So. Mm.
2: Could it be a trick answer? Some sort of hot country. I've been on a snow slope at the Big Banana. Maybe it's some sort of situation like that. Have you? Yeah, they have this indoor snow slope. And I went there and uh, I was probably about 12 or 13, right at the age where you're humiliated by every second of your life. And uh, Mm -hmm. I sort of wasn't quite able to, I was going to go down the slope in like a tire, an inflated tire. And I sort of wasn't quite able to climb into it. And so the slope attendant picked me up and plopped me into it, and the way he plopped me into it just happened to sort of um, sort of spread my little bum cheeks in such a way that he put me in and I went, and then he just pushed me down the hill. <laughs> 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 so maybe it's there, I don't know.
3: <laughs> so do you want to put, want to put Coffs Harbour? Harbour. you farted on it. A... <laughs>
0: <laughs> My favourite thing about this, Luca, is that this story seems as though it's setting up a narrative that there's there is always a, a little fart stuck in your butt just waiting to come out. It
3: just has to be unlocked. And somebody
0: opens the door.
3: But which country has hosted the Winter Oof. Olympic Games the most number of times? Do you want to put Coffs Harbour as the country that has hosted the Winter Olympic Games the most number of times? Or would you like to perhaps... Um, think about it a little bit more and, and change say,
2: that. It's completely up to you. I think it's got to be the Super Bowl's northern neighbour. O oh, Canada. Lock it in.
3: Question number seven. Add the next two words to this quote from Shakespeare's Hamlet. Oh. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of... So we want the two words from mm. Shakespeare's Hamlet that follow whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer... The slings and arrows of now Super Bowl. You often have your Rod Stewart's and your Lady Gaga's, and of course Beyonce's and friends will pop up at the Super Bowl. But do you ever uh, think to include the classics in the mix as the uh, mid-show entertainment? Um, Mid mid uh, game, mid game (laughs) entertainment. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, sometimes we have like Emma Thompson come down and she'll do like a sonnet or something, or like, um, I love that. Yeah. That is, I don't pay much attention to that stuff. Uh, that's just not my mm. jam. You know, I respect it. Like women, uh, but I just, uh, no, I don't, we don't have that <laughs> heaps of times. And I think maybe like the two words are like, maybe they are from one time when I wasn't paying attention and it was about me, like maybe the words are super and bowl.
3: Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer, the slings and arrows of Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, that that does ring a bell. That does sound pretty good.
3: Where did Shakespeare fit on the naughty and nice list? Was he the receiver of coal or did you have to drop presents off to him? year in year out
4: oh you know it would depend on the year but primarily I would take him like a little quill and the parchment and sometimes novelty tight in a really good year you that. know the year that he wrote Anus, I just thought Coriolanus it's got anus in the name that's so funny have a present <laughs> <laughs>
2: actually,
4: I actually do know this one because you know this is something that pertains to me as a ruthless capitalist <laughs> and I can respect this to, uh, to be or not be whether it is noble or in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows and honestly can i say up front that i disagree with this of outrageous fortune you know mm. because people are always slinging arrows at people with an outrageous fortune you know they're saying oh you live in a northern part of scandinavia and you get so many tax breaks and you don't you don't pay for any taxes, but I think I, I bring joy to the whole world, you know? And sure, yes, outrageous fortune, but for me, I would say private wealth is maybe an edit that I would do there for a contemporary production. That's all I'm saying.
3: Okay. Well, there's a few options available there to you, Luca. Uh, Whether it is noble in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of Super Bowl, Mm. outrageous fortune, or private wealth.
2: I'll take Mrs. Claus's help and uh, let's go outrageous fortune. I love that. Thank you. The
3: 1962 environmental science book, Silent Spring, was written by scientist Rachel Hu. The 1962 environmental science book, Silent Spring, was written by scientist Rachel Hu.
2: There are just... So many last names,
3: and it could be any of them. (laughs) God. You're right. I guess it is multiple choice. How to begin to narrow it down. It is unfortunate that the choices (laughs) are broad.
0: Why don't you try Diesel?
2: Rachel Diesel. Yeah. Mother to Vin.
0: Yeah, that's probably her, yeah.
3: The environmental science book, Silent Spring, was written by Rachel Diesel. Yeah. She
2: had a real guilty conscience about the
3: whole thing. (laughs) Has uh, Winter, Inc., Christmas Inc. Sorry, I, f- I forget the name of your organisation, Jessica.
4: Christmas Incorporated. Sorry,
3: Christmas Incorporated. Yeah. Are you going green at all? Are you, you know, because the the world is shifting at the moment, isn't it, away from diesel and towards a sort of more green energy future, uh, a carbon a net zero future? Is is Christmas Incorporated following suit?
4: You know we are doing our best. Obviously we are still mining coal at enormous rates for naughty children. <laughs> you know there's mm. nothing like it. So mm. we do a little carbon offset for that, but also you know for us the year long it is is quite tropical now where we are like a lot <laughs> of the ice is melting and Lovely. You know, I'm just saying, I don't hate it. That's all I've got to say. I know it's mm. controversial, but, you know. Okay. And the only other Rachel I know is Rachel from Friends. <laughs> so one of those two, I think, probably. Whose name is Rachel
3: Green, so, yeah, right? be or
4: from Friends.
3: From Friends. Rachel so Green.
4: That's... Oh, my God. It's Rachel mm. Green.
3: That's Rachel that Green that's wrote Silent me. Spring. Mm-hmm. I see it. Question number nine. Martin Cash, Frederick Ward, Daniel Morgan, and Ben Hall all shared what ooh, profession? Ooh. And profession <laughs> is in inverted commas. As if to say, is it? Oh. Martin Cash, Frederick Ward, Cash. Daniel Morgan, and Ben Hall all shared what? <laughs> profession. Ooh. Is, uh, I think, how that's meant to be asked. Do any of those names ring a bell to you, Luca? Martin Cash, Frederick Ward, Daniel Morgan, and Ben Hall.
2: I think the main clue is having profession in the thing. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going to focus on. That's here. a good clue. There's mm. also
3: a clue here. We don't. We don't do bonus points on Wax Quiz. Even though, in the Saturday paper, the uh, fantastic newspaper from which we take our quiz, they often will have bonus points. But this is long enough as it is, so we don't need like eleventh and twelfth questions. But it is a bit of a clue where they've said bonus point for naming Frederick Ward's nickname. So, we're not going to bother with naming the nickname, but it is perhaps a clue that, um, that he has one.
2: Mm. I see, I see, I see. I'm going to say, I, I hope that this isn't just my brain responding to the word cash, but it feels like bank robber is a good option.
3: Well, that's when I saw profession and nickname in the same question, I was thinking criminal, right?
2: I was thinking
0: like a sports boy, you know, because I don't think it's not a serial killer because they got three names.
2: Yeah, definitely not a serial killer. You need more names, need more names. Uh, Mrs. Claus, yeah. you visit every, you visit all sorts of people of all sorts of professions. What—what What is the one you'd be most likely to yeah, put in? Yeah, most
4: children don't have jobs. I don't know if you know.
3: Well, not anymore.
4: I know, you know. I look at a child, I think, you could drive a forklift, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> little hands, you know, so nimble, yeah. but you know, the only bed hole for me that I know is on neighbors, so, and frankly, I think it would be offensive to put profession in inverted commas for someone who's on neighbors, because that's quite a skill set, you know, to keep churning, churning, churning that out over the years, as someone who is eternal, let me tell you that Dr. Collar is worth every cent, <laughs> that's all I'll say mm. about that. So I'm happy to go with Luca's idea of bank robbers because I've got to be honest with you, I have a real soft spot for a bank robber, you know? Really? That's just someone who's trying to improve their station in life. Yes, you know, not the violent ones, but someone who just says, I need money. I know where there's money. I'll get money. I can respect that. It's very direct,
2: isn't it? It's very good.
4: That's right. Mm. It's just straight to the source, you know, without going, oh, maybe I'll... Maybe I'll invent little ideas and people will pay to watch them. Plus a nine seventy five booking fee. No, too much work. Get in the bank.
3: Yeah. Shall I put bank robber? I'm I'm very happy with bank robber. I'll put bank robber. Question number ten. Final question. Ooh. Name the character played by Betty White in the Golden Girls. Oh boy. Did you, do you do I know the answer? Absolutely not. Do you watch the Golden Girls?
2: <laughs> I've seen an episode here or there. Uh, mm-hmm. They all got old old lady style names, <laughs> like uh, Blanche and stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's one of them. Um,
3: Mrs. Claus, yeah. you obviously watch Friends. That's one of the sitcoms that you watch. <laughs> what about other sitcoms? Do you did you watch the Golden Girls or Seinfeld or um...
4: Honestly, Karen, you're asking me. Do you watch the Golden Girls? I lived the Golden Girls, you know? I lived it, you Mm -hmm. know? And Betty White and I, we were friends for over 200 years. Wow. We go a long way back, you know?
3: Did you audition as well at the time for Golden Girls?
4: Yeah, I -hmm. did, you know? And I was actually successful, and I played a character that was then later cut uh, from uh. all footage is completely erased because you know she was wildly offensive. <laughs> I have to say myself, and I know that now because I've grown as a person. But at mm-hmm. the time, I was just you know, just looking for a side hustle. You know, um, yeah. Because Christmas was you know had a little bit of a lull in the in the in the thirties oh, yeah. and forties, um, which is yeah. when they started. The pilot for the Golden Girls. So, yeah. <laughs> as we all know. I played a Great Depression era, Golden Girl, Shoeshine Girl, and she was cut. So, very yeah, sad. But, you know, that's, that's how I had my friendship with Betty while she was playing the character of Rose.
3: Rose, you reckon? You're walking Rose. Rose, Luca. I'm so, oh. so happy. Yeah, Rose,
4: nylon And to have
2: it confirmed by the Super Bowl here as well. Timely, very timely. Well...
4: Super Bowl. Do you know the surname? That was impressive. Nyland. Yeah, well, I didn't remember
0: even the first name, and then you said Rose, and I was like, how could I forget? It's my favorite show.
3: <laughs> 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 Second
0: of Fast and Furious.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'll put. I'm so happy with Rose. I'll put Rose. That's ten questions. How do you feel you did, Luca?
2: You optimistic? I reckon better than three my last time out, but uh, not mm-hmm.
3: much better, perhaps. All right, let's find out now. Question number one: Ladakh is a region administered by which nation? You said India, and it's India. Yes. Thank you, Mrs. Claus. Thank you. A number that uniquely identifies each computer on the internet is called its IP address. Great start. In 1978, the hit album titled Blondes Have More Fun was written by Rod Stewart. Whoa, here we go.
2: Perfect score. Here we come.
3: The 2022 Lunar New Year began the year... Of the Tiger. oh, four four from four. Which two Australians have starring roles in Guillermo del Toro's Nightmare Alley? You said Peter Dutton and Nicole Kidman. I sure did. Uh, but it's Kate Blanchett and Tony Collette. <laughs> ah, same, same. Question number six Which country has hosted the Winter Olympics Games the most number of times? You said, Oh Canada, but it's the United States. Oh, damn. You tried to add the next two words to the quote from Shakespeare's Hamlet, which starts Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of, you said, outrageous fortune, and it's outrageous fortune. Thank you, Mrs. Claus. The 1962 environmental science book Silent Spring was written by scientist Rachel Hume. You said green, as in friends, but it's Carson. Rachel Carson.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately. As in Johnny. Damn it. So close.
3: Question number nine Martin Cash, Frederick Ward, Daniel Morgan, and Ben Hall all shared what profession? You said a bank robber. It is Bush Ranger?
4: Oh, I would say that is the same thing well, to me. Yeah, no were-
3: points there, I'm afraid. Question 10 Name the character played by Betty White in the Golden Girls. You said Rose, and it's Rose giving you six out of 10. Double your score last time.
2: Yes, next time I'm heading for 12. That's how it works. Uh,
3: unfortunately not, but that is a very good score. <laughs> um, six out of 10. Assisted gamefully by the Super Bowl. Thank you for being here, Super Bowl.
0: Oh, yeah, no worries, man. It's been awesome <laughs> to be here. I wanted to be someone else, and then I found out um, <laughs> that had already been done, so this sprung to my head, and I didn't uh, think it through, so it's great to be here, and I won't be back.
2: <laughs> I want the Super Bowl back every well, come I was, on.
3: <laughs> I was actually thrilled to have you Super Bowl, so don't put yourself down like that. Um I am looking forward to you next week of course um who's performing who's performing at you next week in the mid show program
0: Oh oh listen to this okay we got this kid Michelle Brazier <laughs> she is really a uh, hot young thing. I think she's like 20 and uh, she's gorgeous. She's really funny. She sings, she dances like enthusiastically, not well, but very enthusiastically. Well,
3: I think I, I saw her show Average Bear, uh, which is going to the Adelaide Fringe this year, which is an extraordinary show. Must be must be difficult for her at the moment, actually, because she's also got to keep th- that show in her head, but also her new show, uh, which is called Reform at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, um, sort of touring two shows at the same time, which can't be easy. Jeez.
0: Oh yeah, but uh, she has a degree uh in arts and so i think that's what helps her to carry both of those shows in her head you know uh it's incredible she had an incredible director and dramaturg that she worked with uh jillian cosgrove uh and i think that helps i think that helps her hold those shows in her head yeah
3: yeah right mrs claus have you ever i don't know this uh jillian cosgrove have you ever delivered presents to Julian Kozgur?
4: Oh yeah, I've given her so many um, scented candles. She loves them. She's a really big fan of a scented candle. A really oh, yeah. genuinely really quite a simple woman. Yeah, and you know beyond that, she's working all the time in Little Harry Potter and the Cursed Child because she yeah. thinks she's a little witch, which is so cute. So for her, it's just like anything people can do to go and see her do that. I guess is nice for her. She, you know, very basic.
3: Well, uh, thank you for being here, Mrs. Claus. Luca, congratulations, 6 out of 10. Thank you. Um, You'd have to be as happy with that as your new show. Yeah, nice, I'm sure.
2: Absolutely. Over the moon. Ready to have a great time with it. Yeah, it'll be in Adelaide and Melbourne and uh, yeah, it's good.
3: Okay. Uh, You should tell your inflection that you're excited um, (laughs) for, for the next time for the next time someone asks you that question in proper <laughs> improper press. Just when you get to the proper right, press. Give me,
2: uh, <laughs> give me
3: another chance. Give me another chance. Give me another take. I'll, I'll, take me, another I'll give you another chance. I'll give you another chance. Oh, um, and oh. Uh, oh, Luca, you also have, like, you must be, you're excited about this, but you also got to be excited about your new tour that's coming up. <laughs> Man, I cannot
2: wait. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So good. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited to do the shows, tell the jokes, see people
3: laugh and hear them laugh as well. That was great. <laughs> that was fantastic. We'll yeah, use yeah. that one uh, That was in addition to the first one. That's it for Wax Quizical <laughs> this week. Thank you very much. We'll see you later. <laughs> uh, goodbye.